I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good evening, CC, and welcome all to our weekly podcast, Terry Curran's The Current View, with the Audibles for Mr. Terry Curran. Steady away, son, how are you? Steady away. Steady away. You said it for me. (laughs) That's the title of your new book, by the way, Steady Away. I think it's a great title. Uh, How's your week gone, mate? What have you been up to this week? Yeah, I just feel as I'm getting a little bit better. I felt a little, I did a bit too much, I think, uh, Friday night. Yeah. By the way, I thought Birmingham was very unlucky on Friday night. Yes. Well, um, I should have gone to my cousin's birthday party, but I, I, I wasn't feeling up to it. Uh, too much, is it? Yeah. Uh, out all day, uh, Friday. But uh, other than that, not too bad. Let's start on that game uh, Friday night, Sheffield Wednesday versus Birmingham. A good win for, uh, for Sheffield. And you were out there with, with the lads. Win. Yeah, it was a very important win. But you were there with the boys, wasn't you? Uh, yeah, in, in, yeah. Were you in the, um, the the lounges? Were you working the lounges? No, or no, just no, there no, as a no, fan? no, no. We, uh, a few of us decided to go. Yeah. Roger Wilde and Chris Turner. But Chris finished, had to back out at the last minute because... Um, he went down to Eddyford to watch um, Gateshead in Eddyford. So uh, I took the boys and uh, had a great night. But we, we all three of us thought Birmingham was very unlucky at times. I mean, the first 20 minutes, 25 minutes, I looked as though they were going to absolutely batter Sheffield Wednesday. I thought the two full backs were poor for Sheffield Wednesday. You know, I'm, I, they're not a team that can defend, I will say that. How important is it to score that first goal? And it really does change well, the, it, the game, it, it, doesn't it? It, it is important. Mm. But if you're a good team playing against a poor team or yeah. an average, yeah. then it, it doesn't make any difference, does it, mm. in a sense? Because, you know, your good teams will always come back. Absolutely. With patience and craft and mm. uh, having the natural ability to, you know, to get goals and, and not even concede once they've conceded. But I thought Birmingham were very, very unlucky at times. But again, we're talking about two pretty much bang average sides at championship level. And I think when, you know, OK, it's not particularly a six-pointer, but Birmingham were just above the relegation zone. I mean, they uh, they got beat at uh, Hillsborough, but in midweek on Tuesday night, they beat Blackburn Rovers 1-0. So it does give them a little bit of breathing space. But when you're down there and confidence is low, Scoring them first goals in them kind of games really is vital and valuable, isn't it? Most certainly. I mean, mm. I, I tell yeah. Jock and uh, Tom that uh, Birmingham had beat Blackburn. Yeah. So no, but the big, uh, the big. Who oh, did the beat? Not QPR. QPR beat them, but they beat somebody. What it? They beat somebody because they got a new manager, didn't they? Three nil. I said, I'm telling you, Birmingham will beat them. Yeah, well, we, we certainly beat Blackburn Rovers because it was John Eustace, his first game in charge of Blackburn. And there's a lot of problems going 
on off the pitch at Blackburn Rovers, as there is with, with a lot of football clubs. And Birmingham, of course, Tony Mowbray, being a former Blackburn Rovers manager. So it would have been probably a couple of years ago, Eustace in Birmingham's dugout, Mowbray in uh, in Blackburn's dugout, uh, uh, both both managing the other side and managing against their former. Let's start yeah. on the magic moments then, T, moving away from that game. <laughs> What have you sourced? There's been so many, I'm, so I'm, many I'm midweek as well. Some real, I mean, oh, you, some of the bolts, yeah. I, I don't like to pick yours because you put you put up you put two or three up, and you, you know, and you like to go with two or three. Yeah. I pick the uh, the whole goal. I, don't, I hope I pronounce it. I hope I pronounce his name right. Uh, I pick the old goal, the second goal when he he's um, got to byline. Yes. And then tapped it back with inside of his instep to give himself an angle. Yep. And bent it right into the top corner. Absolutely great goal. But there's been that many, like you said, great goals. I think his name is Ho-I-O, is it? H-O... No, O-H-I-O. Okay. Sounds like Oh McDonald had a farm. Ohio, something like that. But what a great... I don't know if you saw it. Did you see it? I saw Hull in midweek and I... Want to bring up? It isn't one of my magic moments, or it should be, because I wanted to talk about it in our uh, topics of the week. But we'll go early in that now, because you've mentioned Hull, the equalising goal at Rotherham uh, the other night when uh, Jaden uh, Philogene. He used to play for Aston Villa in the youth team. That's right. Yes. I think his Let name. Telling me about it. Yeah, yeah. I think his name was Jaden Philogene Pedence. Or, or, or it was a double-barrelled uh, surname at Villa, but I think he just uses Jaden Philogene. Now, I mean, he begs the fullback, he comes back on him, and then he does a Rabana and sticks yeah. it in there. Now, apparently, and I've watched it many, many, many times. I still can't work out that it's an own goal, but the dubious goals committee sat and did give that as an own goal, so it must be the greatest own goal assist ever. Well, people not like me saying this. It, it all depends how much, uh, how many people backed him, backed him to score first goal or, or maybe scored a goal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Because you see, when you see some of them. What do they see that we don't see? I don't know. Apparently, I mean, I put it on the current view, on the group. I know, I've, I've watched it, I'm thinking, beside it. that's not an own goal. No, but but a couple of the fellas have said, it hits the defender, it was missing the goal, it hits the defender's head and goes in. I can't see that, I'll be honest. I can't see that. Whether my eyes aren't as good as what they were, but I, I looked at that and thought, that's on target that is a fantastic goal. It might have clipped the defender's head. I'm not disputing that. But for me, it was on target. That's um, It's Philogene's goal, it, again, in, in my opinion. It's crazy at times. Great bit of skill, though. I mean, this Brilliant. is what we watch football for. Taking the back on, megging him, coming back, and a little Rabana into the top corner. Just phenomenal. And I have watched that from... Hull City's fans that have taken it on their their phones have looked at it from different angles that Hull City have put up on the socials. And I just think it is one of the most magical goals that I have seen for a long time. And that's what I pay to watch. Well, I don't pay. I do watch it indirectly pay because I'm watching is, it on Sky. I mean, we say it every week, don't yeah. we? You see, you see, yeah. Can anything get better than that? And, Five or six, seven or eight seem to do it. 
And and again, there's sometimes that I'll watch a game and I'll go, what a first touch, what a pass, and then yeah. it doesn't result in the goal. And then you you can't remember who it was because if it's if it's scored, it's on reels and you watch it time and time again on the social medias. But if they don't score from it, you kind of forget because you're watching that much football. But uh, yeah, fantastic by. Jaden Philogene, and he does look a, a handful. And what a great job there, Gaffer's doing, isn't he? All uh, City, they really yeah, seem to have turned it round. Yeah, he's done a he's done a terrific job. They've had a couple of funny results at all, but that's some great results yeah. away from all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because they'd be right in amongst it all. Them, if they, you know, if they'd have got a couple of more wins, off, turn three of those win, uh, three of those losses into wins. Yeah. You know, and they're a good team to watch. I mean, they go up to Sunderland, absolutely beat Sunderland up yeah. at Sunderland. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, but as Greaves in Saint used to say, it's a funny old game football. It is a funny old game, but Rosinia is really turning to be a top coach and manager. Um, I thought he was a great pundit as well. So it's nice to see young managers coming through the system and managing at a decent level because it looks as though in the Premier League, if a Premier League club want a new manager, they overlook these managers up and coming and do tend to go for foreign managers that have won something in foreign leagues. And I'm not saying that they're not good managers, but what I'm saying is winning things in foreign leagues isn't the same as winning them in English leagues. So if you put some of these young English managers as manager of Eintracht Frankfurt or Bayer Leverkusen, etc., etc., they probably would reap uh, the same benefits as it's some funny of the managers. How they, it's funny how they come for some of our young players. Yeah. That they never come for our young managers no, the, foreign coach, uh, the foreign clubs, do they? No, no. no. But what I'm trying, the other thing about it is mm-hmm. <clears throat> when they get the opportunity, some of them, I mean, yeah. some don't get an opportunity. Yeah. But when some do, mm. they make a right mess of it. Yeah, they have done, yeah. You know, yeah. you think to yourself, mm. they're doing well there, they go there and and they struggle. Yeah. I, listen, I'm like you. I'd definitely give someone like the senior mm. uh, a crack at it. Yeah. And another young manager that's doing uh, wonderful things for the, uh, for the Stags at, at Mansfield is young Nigel Clough. I mean, he's not so young these days, but I mean, 9-2 against Arrogate. No one saw that coming because they're not whipping boys. Arrogate were in the playoff places. I had twenty. I had a £20-7 <laughs> teams on, on Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, Salford cost me 1,600 quid for oh, seven grief. against Donny. I had Mansfield. I had Lee. Yeah. But what a great job he's doing, isn't Boy, he? Nigel Clough. Fantastic. Quietly. Listen, he's, always quietly. Been, he's always been a decent manager. Yeah, he has. I mean, I mean, I thought he'd done it exceptionally well at Derby. Yeah, and Burton. Because he had to get rid of all the dead ones. Yes. Yep. Right? And he never had any money to spend. No. And he did practically the same thing at Sheffield United. Yep. You know, so I do feel sorry for him. I mean, that is one of them I would definitely give a chance to me. 100%. And, and it speaks volumes for me as a manager in terms of they've got big bollocks, ain't they? Because there's managers that would look at situations there, like you've just alluded to, big clubs and go, do you know what, not for me at this time. And a lot of them don't back themselves. They do bottle I mean, the he, chance, but Cluffy never has. No, he's, he's a bright he's a bright 
Uh, manager, he's a bright man. Yeah. Uh, man, him, you know. Yeah, he is. He played you know, so very that, intelligently. That, that helps him. Mm. You know, where these foreign, see these foreign managers what come over, they are intelligent, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they'll speak to three, four languages. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Did you see the uh, Kevin Campbell that I posted up talking about Brian Clough on the group this week? By the way, no, no, oh, I've not seen that. It. it was funny. It really was funny. It was when uh, when Campbell played against Nottingham Forest, the youth team, and Cluffy tried to sign him. It was uh, it really was funny. But check it out on the group. We do post a lot of things on the group, guys, and a lot of things that we do talk about I've been doing on the a lot current of view. Things with Janet today, we're in up Yeah, that. yeah. So um, yeah, what well, join in with uh, with the conversation on the current view, and um, we have a lot of contributors there now. Keep posting up their opinions, etc. And I love to read them. I can't always answer because we're working and, and we are busy and that. But we do look at everything and we really do appreciate your input into the current view group. Uh, my magic moments, TC. I was very impressed with the young lad that you've got on loan from Leeds uh, Pervader. And I thought yeah, his, his assist was tremendous. Yeah, apparently Birmingham were very close to signing him before Wednesday got his signature. Well, that's the only thing what uh, I thought was a little bit. It probably has is just a little bit weaker. Yeah. Weak, you know what I mean? I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Technically, look very, very good. Do you know who it reminded me of? Janino that played at Middlesbrough. Yes. A really slight yeah. lad, but very technically very good, very gifted. And, and, and again, his first touch. You don't play off that touch. He's got that ball. He's commanding it. And I thought yes. he was. I thought he was superb. And that little bit of skill that took him by and assisted. I thought it was. I thought he, uh, again. It's against my team, and I go, yeah, okay. But you, I, I still look at it and go, that's absolute class and he, well done, young man. He did. He did some magic moments in that game. Yes, he did quite a few. Yeah, he, he was. Technically, a, yeah, you exactly. know, I said to, I said to uh, Jocko was side of me, Tom, but a bit further down. Mm. I said, uh, technically, he's good. Is he going on loan from Leeds, Dad? Yeah, they have, yeah. Yeah. But again, he's one of them players that when Sheffield Wednesday are on the, block, on the box now, I watch him because I want to have a look at him. I want to see what he does in the next match. And, and players like that do excite me. Uh, Conor Gallagher, his brace. Uh, Chelsea, half-time, absolutely stunk the place out. And it was a very, very even game. And then I Conor Gallagher. It was a poor game, me. Sorry. The going the, the absolutely batting Aston Villa. No, no, it's incredible, isn't it? Right. Yeah. And then they looked as though they weren't pressing the ball. They weren't doing no, anything. I know. They done. They done nothing that they did against Villa at Villa. Unfortunately, successful. I really do. Yeah, same here. Same here. And you can't put your your finger on what's quite wrong because again, from the from the get go at Villa Park. They were up for it. You could I don't see they were up to for it. Knock Silver because he has been not only a great player, is a world class player. But when he's in the team now, it is too slow and yeah. sideways and backwards, far too much. Yeah. But yeah. they pulled him off at half time, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They got straight back into got the injured, game. But, but they yeah. still went and sat back. It baffles you at times. I know. But again, Colin, Colin Gallagher scored a nice brace. And uh, you, you think, well, typical, ain't it? Typical of, of of the lad that was on loan there. And again, that's the way to celebrate a goal. You're now a Chelsea player. Forget about where. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You were before. You're a Chelsea player. He scores a goal and he goes and celebrates with the Chelsea fans. That's what football's all about. People don't understand what it's like to score a goal. I, I don't because I've never scored one at that level, but you do. And and when you score that goal, you just overcome with exuberance and you just want to let it out. You've just done something special. Yeah, Why not yeah. celebrate it? Um, again, going back on the flip side of that, um, Declan Rice scores and he's like, I don't want to celebrate it. I kind of half understand that because he was at West Ham for a, for a long time and it was the sixth goal and they, they absolutely smashed him. Now, if he'd have scored the winning goal in the 90th minute and it would have been like 1-0, then I think it might have been a different goal celebration, maybe. But you see, all that now, it's, it's, I think that's gone beyond the show. Really. Yeah, I do. I you do. know, it's, yeah. it's like all this do good. Yeah. Do good. You scored a goal. Yeah. That team now Arsenal pays your wages. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I still think you, know, you should celebrate, but it, to celebrate half yeah. the time. No. Well, that may be another thing as well. But I kind of, I kind of half get it when it's someone like I remember Andy Johnson scoring a goal against Birmingham, and he'd been there as a kid. I think he, he went to Palace. I think he scored in the Tilton Road against, well, for Palace against us, and he, he kind of just you know, almost apologise for scoring. You don't need to apologise. You've scored a goal for your new club. You know, you've left us now. That was part of your past. But this is what you are now. So you're more than entitled to celebrate it, son. So go and celebrate the goals, kids. No matter who you've played for, for how long, I kind of half get it. But you're playing for another team now. And go and celebrate it with your fans because you deserve it. Without a question of a doubt. And Joe Rothwell's goal for Southampton against uh, Huddersfield. What a game that was. 2-0 up, you're thinking, oi, oi, what's going on? And two they, great, two, They've had two great results then. Poor, but mind you, what a mad result then. At Bristol City away, 3-0 down and scores a late goal. I mean, it is nip and tuck now. Ipswich are still looking good. Leeds United are looking superb. And I think for me, at the moment, if I was going to put any money on who's going to finish second, it would be Leeds United. But uh, I wouldn't roll, rule out any of the others, particularly Southampton. Well, I, th- I think it's going to be very tight between Southampton yeah, and Leeds. I think, I, think Leeds, I think Ipswich will, will not have enough strength in debt, but I yeah. think the other two are going yeah. to really kick on now. Because I, mean, that, I that... think that's going to be Nick and Tuck. 
Absolutely, because it, it was a 25-game unbeaten run, wasn't it? OK, they got beat, they got well beat at Bristol City, but Leeds haven't had a wobble yet, and we're coming no. into the, the silly season now where, yeah. where teams are playing with that little bit of fear, and they're going to have a wobble, and Southampton are going to be chomping at the bit and, and just behind them. And that's the thing, the wobble, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. It is, yeah. You know. You know, people say, oh, they lose the bottle. And they, look, when you're playing and you're playing the games of football, you know, too, you've played at that level. I haven't. Sometimes you get a run of results that are really freakish. Beginning of the season and at the very end of the season. And, and it's just been the way that football clubs have gone from 1888. No, but it, 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 it is, and, and if you can get away without having that wobble, then you you, you know you you're laughing. Yeah. But everybody has that little bit of you know when I say well, wobble, you know you eat those bad patches. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And the other teams that are playing around have got something to play for, and it is eleven against eleven, and certainly in that championship, it's anyone's. Uh, game on any given day because uh, uh, you know bottom can beat top and and it's so nip and tuck. I don't think it's the greatest quality that I've ever seen. I, I did no, watch bits no, of Birmingham's Birmingham's game against Blackburn and it looked like an old reserve game. The atmosphere, I think there's more atmosphere on the moon if I'm honest. Hey, they fetched a load of they, they fetched a load of fans up in Birmingham. I tell you what, they made for twenty for the first twenty minutes they made more noise than Sheffield Wednesday. Away support, Birmingham's first class, but but at home they're struggling to get uh, supporters in. In fact, they've been given um, different uh, groups. Uh, you can you can buy as a group ticket to cut price, uh, uh, match day tickets, etc., etc. And they are working and trying their best to get the fans in. But when fans have stayed away for such a long time, it's very difficult getting them back on board because Blues have, have I mean, lost our, a lot of a lot of fans over the years. Our older, I'm sure our older don't want fans in because he, he keeps putting... He's a fruitcake. He's cheaper to watch Arsenal play, or Man City play than it is to watch Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, he's a basket But, but I will say about our ground, is we, we, the atmosphere is terrific, you know, yeah. at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how much is it now at Sheffield Wednesday? At Birmingham, it's, uh, it's about 32 quid. To watch the Blues, I mean, we're one at Davis ones. I do know that. Yeah, I mean Aston Villa the other the other night when they played Newcastle when they got done. I think our season tickets are dearer than Manchester City. It's crazy. I'm nearly it? I'm nearly sure of it. It's crazy, but uh, the the Villa ticket because I said to Tom you're having a laugh, ain't you? It was sixty seven pounds in the old end to watch Villa versus Newcastle. I said, you're having 60, 67 quid to watch a game of football. And I'm thinking, who can afford to pay 67 quid for a game? I mean, 32 at Brummagem, I'm thinking. Gabby. Ridiculous. Even at all, you know, then you, they might have a couple of pints. Yeah. Something to eat. Yeah. Christ knows what it's going to cost them if, if they've got two or three kids. Absolutely. I mean, I wrote that poem. Um, yes, I think you did. 2003, give the, sim- give the working man back his simple game. Um, and I wrote that on the premise of Keegan when he was saying that football's created this monster. And I thought, oh, that's a good image. So I wrote it around a monster and we're all being swallowed up by this most unwelcome beast. And I think the monster's just getting bigger and he's swallowing up more fans. It's quite incredible. But, you know, there you go. Uh, fancy playing ping pong, too? 
If you do, don't play. Do you fancy playing ping pong? And if you do, don't go to South Korea. <laughs> I'm not bad at that. I won't obviously no, nowhere near them, them that, that yeah. level. No, I wasn't bad at that ping pong table you know, tennis. It all kicked off, didn't it? The South no, Korean. I haven't seen it. Yeah, the South Korean uh, team. They had. But uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure what went on. I don't think anybody is one hundred percent sure what went on. But there was having a ping pong have game. Have you posted that too? I'll have a look at that. Um, I'm, I think it is on the current view, but um, I've certainly heard about it on uh, on Talk Sport. And they've had uh, journalists that you know that, that work quite closely out there in South Korea, and, and they're not really sure what went on as well. It's very difficult finding what goes on in some of these Oriental countries. Yeah, it's not like it's not like even in America where they put fake news out. They won't even tell you <laughs> any news in those t- in those countries. Exactly. Exactly, T. But uh, yeah, anyone for ping pong, don't go playing in South uh, South Korea. It does get a little bit moody. Uh, book corner, T. We've got uh, some books to uh, to chat about uh, this week. The Sons of Revy, Leeds United: A Decade of Dominance by Rocco Green, eighteen ninety nine, and it's coming out on the fifteenth of the fourth. So another great book coming out by. Pitch Publishing, The Sons of Revy, and it talks about that decade of dominance, and my word, did they dominate that decade? And while I'm just talking, because we're going to talk about Leeds United now, Summer of 63, Revy's Plan for Leeds United by Gary Edwards. I've done a podcast with Gary, and that's out on all uh, platforms for you to listen to. Uh, listen to. So we've pretty much got two books here. Summer of 63, the start of Leeds, and then the decade of dominance. And Don Revy, again, not our flavour of the month um, as as an England manager. I thought he was, well, he was an, a, an absolute failure at England as a manager. But in terms of Leeds United, one of the great managers in British football, wasn't he? Leeds United. Yeah, yeah. Look, whatever, whatever we all think about him and he was disappointed yeah. uh, disappointing being the England manager yeah. but that Leeds United team had got everything skill steel graft yeah. uh, if you wanted to have a brawl they'd have a brawl they got everything in the in their game every mortal thing but uh, you know you look at that he wins so many trophies with them unlucky not to win more trophies mm. Uh, just you know, just not having the squad depth like they have today, yet goes to England and fails it. It makes you, it makes, not makes you wonder, but it makes you wonder why. Or mm. How does that happen? Again, I don't know. You can see why England wanted Revy from what he built. You can oh. understand why England wanted Bobby Robson from what he built at Ipswich Town, but it sometimes doesn't translate to success with the national team. And no. uh, and that's what I always separate. I separate Revy as an England manager. Absolutely didn't like him at all. As uh, and I thought after that training session, and he was a good player, by the way. Him. Yeah, he was a good player. I mean, he was the well, I wouldn't say the original Revy plan, but it, it was the Hungarians that played with a deep line centre forward, and Manchester City adopted that in uh, the nineteen fifty six final yeah, and, against Birmingham you know, City. They keep saying that we invented football. But no. it, Everybody seems to have surpassed us with the coaching side of it. Yeah, because they uh, they they like to play with flair and they like to get players the, on the ball. What they what these continentals do, 
They want you to go out and express yourself. Absolutely. But at the same time, mm. run around yeah. and make sure that, you know, you don't leave space or gaps for them mm. to come through. But the attitude what in the What we old... want to do is roll the sleeves up, yeah, yeah. work hard and get mm. stuck in. Work right, work right and work right. That, you yeah. know, how far can you run, how fast can you run, how athletic are you? I mean, in the olden days, the, uh, the, the managers wouldn't, uh, have a football in training, they'd starve the players of the football because they thought that they wanted on Don't the tell me, I've been at plenty of clubs with that. But that goes back to the 40s and the 50s. The I attitude, mean, it's crazy. Forest never, Forest pre season, but even after after third or fourth day, balls were out. Same way, Well, to be honest, I mean, I've always been of the opinion if you're going to run, run with a ball at your feet. Because you're still running, you, you, you're working even harder because you've got the ball at your feet. Go around passing I mean, the, the ball. The continental coaches, yeah. you know, they have athletes in their team. Of course they do. They have athletes what can control and pass the ball. Exactly, you've got to be we, athletic. We want athletes what can just run. Absolutely. Box. And that's the difference too. They've always worked with the ball. I mean, your gaffer said famously, didn't it? The ball's are the, the tool of your trade. Learn to love it. And, yeah. and, you know, few managers in and, this country. I mean, the, greatest, the greatest one, you know, if God if God wanted to put uh, play football in the sky, yeah. he would have put grass on, cloud, on clouds. Absolutely. You know, he was so far in advance of other people, Cluffy. Mm. Yeah, he was. And he got ordinary players to play football. Yeah, because it ain't that difficult. He got, you know, he would... 100%, Gabby, you've just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. It's, it's a simple never game. complicated it, and football's not difficult, you know, if you if you play the simple game or the simple way. Absolutely, and Leeds United, great exponents of that simple game. I have heard or listened to recently, and again, both fans of Manchester City, arguably, yeah, the best team that we've seen in recent times, in my opinion. I do love to watch Manchester City, the way they pass the ball, the way they play with teams, and then bang, 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 they'll kill you off. They're on a different level, but Liverpool play some great football. They do, yeah. Villa's play some good football. This yeah. Arsenal play some great football. Yeah. They, I mean, they probably Arsenal, they try and bloody walk it in. Yeah, but they've they've done that for some time, even under Wenger. They used to try and overplay yeah. and try and walk the ball in and score the per. You think, you have, just have a shot. But, you know, there were times when they should shoot, you know. Oh, absolutely. 100%. You see the goalpost, bang, give it a, you know, have a shot, work the goalkeeper. But uh, Man City, yes, definitely uh, one of the greatest teams that we've ever seen. Liverpool in the 70s and 80s, a fantastic team, dominated English football, as did Sir Alex Ferguson's uh, Manchester United and AC Milan have just gone 1 0 up. Great header, the great cross, great header, Loftus Cheek. Nice I mean, what did Fergie well. did? I know he's oh, a phenomenal. Club, but I know he, you know, it, it's easy for them to pull players in. Yeah. Right. But what a great job he did at Manchester United! Unbelievable. I mean, that that won't ever get beat. That you know. No, and what a great job he done no at strokes. Aberdeen. There was a I posted up um, a little documentary about Aberdeen about Ferguson's time at Aberdeen. Uh, Gordon Strachan was talking and said he was saying. Yeah, you, you could accuse him of being being a bully, but I'm glad we found that bully because he made us into a team. Well, you could and you could you could accuse a lot of managers back ex- then, exactly. being bullied in a sense. But that's how life was. Exactly, T. And and Strachan is just saying there 
Duddy was so glad that they found Alex Ferguson because he made that team. And he made that team the way that... And to listen to the rest of this podcast, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media. Thank you.